North State Public Radio. I'm Ava Norgrove with your headlines for Tuesday, February 6th. Unhoused residents living in public places in Chico can face barriers getting into a shelter, even though the city has several. When the city prepares to remove an encampment, campers are contacted by outreach staff and surveyed about their situation. Then they're directed to one of a few local homeless shelters. The Genesis Pellet Shelter site is one that's operated by the local housing nonprofit Jesus Center in collaboration with the city. Executive Director Amber Abney Bass says Genesis is a low barrier shelter. When you have a low barrier shelter, you are precluded from drug testing, but the rules are that you cannot have drugs or alcohol on the site. The site also does not conduct background checks. But unhoused residents who want to voluntarily enter the shelter outside of an enforcement action have to call a phone hotline, leave a message, and wait for someone to reach out to them. Abney Bass says the hotline has received hundreds of calls, and Jesus Center staff try to contact everyone. But she didn't have an estimate for how long an unhoused person might wait if they called today. For more about other homeless shelters' entry policies and the challenges unhoused residents face when looking for a place to stay, visit our website, mynspr.org. And in other news, more than 40,000 households in the North State lost power over the weekend due to recent storms. According to PG&E, most have had power restored, but more than 14,000 customers remain without power in Butte County, about half in unincorporated areas. PG&E says it expects to have the lights back on for most customers by Thursday. The company says in areas where access is limited, it may be longer. PG&E says this weekend's storm was one of the top three most damaging single-day storms on record. And as cities and counties come to terms with the aftermath of the atmospheric river that hit the state, many people are reminded of the successive storms that marked the winter of 2023. Deanna Crofts-Palejo is with Cal OES, the state's Office of Emergency Services. California is so used to earthquakes and wildfires that I think that some of this flooding was was new for a lot of communities. Um, We wanted to be early and proactive and, and ensure that we had coordination with local governments and California communities to stay informed. She says the over one dozen atmospheric rivers that blanketed the state last year helped crews prepare for this most recent storm. While the brunt of the storm subsided yesterday, the National Weather Service has issued a flood watch for Paradise and the Valley through early this morning. Also, Shasta County's clerk and registrar of voters is retiring. Kathy Darling-Allen made the announcement last week. She said in a press release that she'd recently been diagnosed with heart failure and needed to focus on her health. Darling Allen has worked as a public servant in Shasta County for more than 20 years and has overseen 40 elections in the county. Darling Allen says she'll continue to oversee the current election process and anticipates to remain in her position through May. And AT&T is seeking a way out of its obligation to provide landline service in California. According to reporting by The Appeal Democrat, the company is a carrier of last resort, meaning it's legally required to provide telephone service to anyone within its coverage zone. If AT&T's request is accepted by the California Public Utilities Commission, the company would provide service throughout the legal process, plus an additional six months. After that, customers would be transitioned to another provider. If no alternatives exist, the company says it will continue to provide landline service until an alternative is available. AT&T will hold two public meetings on the matter in March. 
And finally, a federal program that helps nearly 3 million Californians afford high-speed Internet could end if Congress doesn't act soon. But Californians can still get at least one more round of support, as long as they apply by this Wednesday. CalMatters tech reporter Kari Johnson explains. When we look at the numbers in California, we can see how important the Affordable Connectivity Program is. In December 2021, there were 1 million people enrolled. Today, there's 2.9 million. This program would give roughly $30 a month or up to $75 a month on qualifying tribal lands support for high-speed broadband access. If they meet the deadline on Wednesday evening, people can receive up to three months of coverage. Of course, if the funding is extended by Congress, then that would be considerably more time. That's CalMatters' Kari Johnson. You can check out whether you're eligible for this broadband assistance at affordableconnectivity.gov. And those are your headlines for Tuesday, February 6th. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Evanor Grove.